episode 13. Yes, 13 now. I'm starting to lose count. Episode 13 of the track. Yes, unlucky. Of the track podcast. And today I have my co host, the ever so delightful and the uh, pin up of HE magazine, John Ellis. <laughs> Yes, and then uh, yes, and on today's show we have Ryan Whelan, who's currently in a looks like a very pleasant hotel room uh, for the next uh, week. So yes, let's have a talk about uh, Ryan and Ryan. uh, A few questions for you we have today. First of all, who are you? Where'd you come from? And when did you come to Hong Kong? (laughs) <laughs> all right first of all uh good afternoon chaps nice to see some uh friendly faces uh yeah they have lost count now three or four in hotel quarantine so uh yeah not nice to uh jump on and have a chat with you guys so the first one uh i am a trail runner <laughs> uh so uh, i have been in hong kong since 2010 so uh wow. yeah that's quite a big part of my life which i just realized when i went home and uh, so my mum and dad, and uh, yeah, they said, oh, what year did you go? So yeah, quite a chunk of my adult life, or most of it. Uh, still still learning how to mature, but we'll get there one day. <laughs> <laughs> it's overrated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, when did you start trail running then? Trail running. So when I got here, um, as a lot of expats do, they get into dragon boating. So it's quite a mm. strong um, expat sort of sport to do. And I loved it. Year after year, um, you, you know, you do your dragon boat season. Well, it doesn't last all year round, so it's sort of done in, in the summer. So in the off-season winter, I will just join the odd uh, King of the Hills. So it would normally be as a 24-year-old, slightly hungover, plodding up to the start line. And, you know, I would still do okay, top top 10 and then it would get to top five and um a couple of people said you know why didn't you take this seriously and uh you'll probably do quite well so a few years ago i think 2018 i decided to um sort of give it a nudge so i spoke to uh, john um and he was, said yeah great uh, he got me in touch with uh, andy deboer uh is that how we pronounce it john i think andy deboer yeah deboer. Deboer. sorry 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 <laughs> yep <laughs> And um, yeah, so lucky and lucky, luckily enough, he had room to take me on. And John was kind enough to give me uh, a chance and get me on the uh, on the team. And yeah, there we go. So, so 2018, let's say that's when I became a trail runner. And was, um, was the first bit of advice that people gave you when you wanted to you know, really take it to the next level of trail running? Was it basically lose the guns? Lose the lose the guns, the gun show. <laughs> because, you, know, you were like, and, and to be fair, you know, you were you know an international representative for dragon boating. I think for the UK, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, correct, and yeah. And I, so I'm, and I made I the world good thing because <laughs> maybe it's the same as you know representing Australia at the Winter Olympics. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we did okay. We did okay. We got fourth in uh, in in the two thousand meters okay, race. Wow. So that, that was the one we were going for. So Canada just edged us out. So. Uh, World uh, medal would have been awesome, but fourth is uh, probably the worst position, as you'll know from trail running. No one <laughs> oh, likes yeah. a fourth. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you had to make this transition from a guy who was, you know, I remember you at the time, you were sort of really stacked upper body. And now you, move, you know, that sort of extra weight and power doesn't really come in that handy on, on the long trail races. Um, yeah, what was, what was that transition like? So, good question. The first season I sort of um, 
I just wanted to race a lot. Uh, so I, I focused on uh, shorter, sharp, sharp races. So it was great. So A, it meant I could race every week or every other week. So it's sort of 15 to 20K. And um, at that distance, weight didn't matter too much. Um, yeah, towards the end of that season, I did a couple of my first 50K. And yeah, I think then when you see a, uh, a skinny guy run past you at the 35K mark, you're thinking, ah, okay, I need to lose uh, a bit of timber. But um, yeah, it happened quite naturally, really. I wasn't doing any sort of upper body exercises that I would have for dragon boating or outrigging. So uh, it just sort of fell off. So sort of by season two, 2019, I lost, you know, a fair bit of weight. So I was at a, a nice, comfortable uh, running weight. I was happy with. No. Yeah, I can see that was the year you uh, won the fast fifty. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. Uh, that was the fifty-kilometer one, I guess, because I think the fifty-miler one was uh, Jim Walmsley uh, won that, didn't he? Yeah, I didn't a, want quite a distance. No, I didn't. Lucky for Jim. Lucky. For I didn't Jim. want to embarrass him. You know, he flew all this way, so I, I, I did the fifty k <laughs> instead of fifty miles. <laughs> Yeah, I did the 50K because I just wanted to have the pleasure of Jim Walmsley seeing him in full flight run past me, which uh, yeah. wasn't that long before he did. Yeah. <laughs> so and uh, I'm looking at a few others. Uh, so you did Malaysia. Was that your first uh, trail race outside of Hong Kong, the most beautiful thing? It was, yes. Yeah. So um, sort of a last minute edition. I thought, right, let's get this new season started uh, with a bang. So I... Uh, booked the flights a week before I got a place and mm. flew over. And um, yeah, that was awesome. It was really, uh, really nice setting, beautiful course. And the, the trail community out there was fantastic as well. You know, they, uh, you know, it felt like uh, it massaged the ego a little bit. You felt like, a, a, you know, a minor running celebrity coming over from Hong Kong. So uh, yes. we had some yeah. fun doing some interviews beforehand. And uh, oh, it was great fun. Really enjoyed that. Yeah. So how did you find it then? Obviously, you just went to the UK recently and you've entered a few races there. So how did you find that transition from, well, you haven't raced for like over a year, I guess. I think the last time I saw you was, uh, was it uh, an Action Asia event where it got rained off? Oh, yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, we waited so long and then boom, rained off. Typical, yeah, typical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, how did you find that transition? Uh, so you did, what, how many, three, four races in the UK? I got three races in, yeah, yeah. And I was looking for one in Thailand on my way home, but, uh, yeah, there weren't any. So I could actually relax <laughs> because if, if there was one, I would have signed up. So, uh, yeah, I could actually enjoy yeah. my holiday. So how did you find the running in the UK? Different terrain, different weather, of course. Yeah, so... Um, it was really last minute. I got my flight. So, you know, I didn't book any races whatsoever. I just um, got my flight. And then as soon as I got off, I went for a run. And to be honest, the first run, it hit the lungs a little bit because it was still, it was early March, but it was really cold. So mm. um, the, the first few breaths, it was like, oh, blimey, this is what fresh air tastes like. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it took a couple of runs to make the transition and then get your breathing uh, right. And um, oh yeah, I'm not gonna lie, it was it was nice. It was nice. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. I guess you have to have different gear and everything as well. So Did this is a, to... this is the mistake I made. So I just 
packed as if I'm running in Hong Kong. So I had my, uh, mm-hmm. my T8 shorts, uh, very nice shorts, by the way, <laughs> uh, a few vest tops, and that was pretty much it. Um, I didn't even bring a windbreaker. So, yeah, I got caught a few times and uh, <laughs> having not any uh, warm weather, but luckily my brother sort of lent me a couple of uh, items. So that kept me, uh, that kept me going. Mm. And which which race did you do? Where in which area of the UK was it? So I flew into London. So sort of my first couple of weeks were down south. So uh, my brother lives in Weymouth. So okay. I I saw an interesting race called the um, called the Jurassic uh, Ultra or the Lul- Lulworth Cove Ultra. Ah, yeah, down on the Dorset coast. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. So basically, it's ninety miles running from Devon all the way through Dorset. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. they call it Jurassic Coast. So it, um, basically, the coastline goes through the Triassic, Jurassic, and Creatish uh, timelines. So you've got all different rock formations, and it was really stunning. So um, it was a race I really wanted to, to do. Uh, yeah, so signed up to that. That was 50 kilometers. But what I found out in the UK, they always round down. So it was actually mm-hmm. 56. <laughs> yeah, they do that a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you find that out at 40k mark, yeah, you're not too happy. You're not too happy. <laughs> yeah. And then I guess you did one uh, up in the Peak District as well, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So again, I was sort of winging it as I went along. I sort of roughly knew my trip. Uh, of course, the main mm. part of going home was to see family. As uh, me, like everyone else, has been waiting a long time to see family. And then if I could squeeze in a couple of races, it depended depended on where I was. So uh, before the Peak District, I did the Liverpool Half Marathon. Hmm. Yeah, so that was a week after the um, the Ultra. So um, I actually did this a few years ago, I think when I was 16 or 17. So um, it's quite funny. So my brother-in-law, he, he was a sort of keen runner and he didn't want me to beat him. So he took <laughs> me to the pub. He took me to the pub the night before and gave me a... Uh, <laughs> What one or two uh, beers, one or two more than I should have had, and uh, we woke up, we went and raced, and um, I actually tried to scroll through the results, but there was too many pages, so I'm going to say I was eight eight hundred for nine hundred, but and he was at nine hundred and fifty, so uh, you know oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I beat him anyway, I beat him anyway, so I just remember it being an awesome course, um, and everyone gets out on the streets, and it's you know a proper half marathon, so I thought, right, let's give it a. Uh, Let's give it a, a go. So on it's just a tired, slightly tired, overused legs. I, uh, I did that uh, the week after the ultra. Um, oh, yeah, nice. it was awesome. Um, yeah, podium would have been nice, but the legs just weren't, <laughs> they couldn't get going. They couldn't get going. So uh, yeah, not a particularly fast course. I think the winning time is normally uh, one 111, 112. So I managed to get 113 on the nose. But oh, yeah, wow. which got, well done. Which got me for, That's not bad after uh, 17 beers. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, that was, that was a few years ago. That was a few years ago. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, that was Mother's Day. So I had uh, my mum at the um, finish line. So yeah, to say I, I didn't get the podium, I got fourth. Yeah. Ah, one place, one place out, but never mind. <laughs> and then there was, uh, the, I guess the, the third race was in the Peak District, right? Yes, Peak District. So originally I'd got in touch. There's a big race called the Southway Downs. Mm. So I, I, it's been sold out since, I don't know, let's say um, late, late summer last year. But I gave them an email just 
explained I've last minute um, coming to UK. Here's my uh, ITRA score. So they gave me a place, but then I realized it's the last two days of my trip, I would have been alone. So I would have had to gone all the way down to Brighton, got a hotel by myself, raced, got back um, to Brighton on a coach and then stays. And I thought that's not very fun. So I changed it to the Peak District. Yeah. Nice. So, so it's they, uh, yeah, that was great. So it was the last weekend. Uh, it got extremely cold. So we're talking at the towards the end of April now. Uh, sorry, end of March, end of, end of March. And it was, uh, we had minus conditions overnight. So, so when I turned up there, we had the race. In fact, you could see in the valley as we're coming up, you could see uh, lots of ice, snow on the mountains. And uh, at the race briefing, they said, you know, the snow will melt today because of the sunny conditions. So basically, you're going to be running up riverbeds where the melted snow is coming down. So uh, lo and behold, in my uh, Gun Runners uh, Joint Dynamics t-shirt and T8 shorts, I was the only one in shorts. <laughs> we, went, we went going, yeah. yeah. Uh, and how did you go in, in, in your races? I think you had a good one in that one. Um, how, how about the other ones as well? Yeah, so uh, the first one, the Lulworth Cove, I won quite comfortably. So I won that in, um, I got first place in 5 hours 15. Um, okay. second one, I got fourth place. Fifty. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second one, I got fourth place. Uh, and then the third one, the, the, uh, Jurassic coast, Lulworth, uh, uh, sorry, sorry. The Peak district, I got, uh, first place as well, uh, yeah. by less than a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah. 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 So going. yeah. Interesting race. So I went steady away at the start. Uh, again, when we, pretty cold at times so luckily i had my hat and scarf which were used um and then yeah uh as we went on it, the sun came out hat and scarf off you went up again there's sleet in your face hat and scarf back on so it was an in- interesting race and yeah it, uh let's say my navigation wasn't great so uh got lost numerous times um got sent the wrong way by a checkpoint uh volunteer um, and at that point, I was in second. They sent me. They sent me on a wild goose chase, and it it was about let's say ten minutes of this way, no that way, no this way, and yeah. So at that point, I was in second. So instead of getting annoyed and frustrated, I thought, right, channel it in and try and catch them. Um, yeah, I, I felt really like I wanted to um, get that win before I flew back to Asia. Nice, so, nice one. So yeah, would you do that again? Yes, yeah, yeah. The those those sort of conditions, yeah? Those conditions, yeah, 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 it was fine. Uh, I must admit, the last sort of 30, 40K, uh, I had Thailand on my mind. The beach, the yes. mango smoothie, the coconut, I was picturing that. So I was like, come on, Ryan, just get through this last 40K, get to first place, finish strong, and then, uh, yeah, you're on a flight in a couple of days. Ah, good. Oh, I know. Nice. I know of a good race you could be interested in in the same area if you like that sort of cold, miserable. Oh, uh... <laughs> oh go on then. Go on then. Yeah. Well, uh, you got the spine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've signed up for one, uh, the spine north, which is 160 miles from Hawes up to uh, Kirkietum up on the Scotch border. But it's same, those same sort of conditions where you're running through bogs basically uh over the pennines is uh with the snow and everything in your face the only thing is you got to carry like a t- 10 to 15 kilo pack on your bag in case you have oh, to okay. bunker down for the night oh gosh <laughs> miles, but, uh, miles miles or kilometers did you say 
160 uh, miles. Miles. Oh, pass, pass. You would have... <laughs> <laughs> they have a shorter version. They have a shorter version, which is, uh, I think it's around about, uh, yeah, it's 42, 42 miles. Okay, yep. From, from, nice. e, from Edale to Hebden Bridge. But navigation, you're going to need to know navigation on that one, though, because uh, you, uh, you probably know for the tra- difference in trails from Hong Kong to the UK is in Hong Kong, you can see where they are. And then in the UK, half the time, they just disappear. It's just like a, an open field where, yeah. uh, there's no, you know, it's pretty difficult to navigate sometimes. Yeah, so I, I really struggled uh, in, in the two trail races. Again, it was just, mm-hmm. it was... Not extremely clear, the GPX, and the signage was... In fact, the second race, the Peak District, there wasn't any signage. So the amount of times I went the wrong way and going back on yourself and this and that. So I I think I did eight eight kilometers extra. Bonus. (laughs) Yeah, so what what should have been a comfortable win was less than a minute. Uh, Even when I got into the, the finishing town... I had to. I went the wrong way about four times, and I was looking over my shoulder because I thought, right, I might give away the uh, the win here. So, luckily, I got I got back to the finishing line first. Just yeah. So, um, and also lots of uh, opening and closing gates. I found Steve. Oh yeah. yes, yes, and they all <laughs> open and close differently as well. Correct. Yeah. Just when I thought I got the knack of it, they, they all change. So uh, yeah. Yeah, and then they got the ones where you go over stone walls as well. Those are the weird ones as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. Don't do them uh, too fast. You could have, have yourself yeah. an accident. <laughs> yes, especially if they're full of ice. Yes, yeah, yeah. And maybe sort of almost, yeah, I guess, yeah, maybe taking it sort of a little bit closer to home. I guess, you know, we haven't had a lot of races uh, in Hong Kong over the last uh, sort of year or so, given, I guess, the, sort of the restrictions here. But then at the same time, you've still been keeping yourself busy. Um, I think uh, one that I'm thinking of here was that ultra sort of four trails it seems like there's there's a lot of races called something four trails these days everyone's sort of piggybacking off the uh, the original one by andre bloomberg with the hong kong four trails but i think the ultra four trails um you know four four of the main trails um you know he had a pretty good time i i heard a couple of attempts maybe some near ferry misses much cursing um maybe tell us a little bit about that one yeah, so that was just after Christmas. I always like to do a, a, a race or a challenge in January because it just keeps you honest after the uh, e- eating and uh, drinking too much over the Christmas period. So, uh, yeah, attempt one. So it's an interesting race. For those who don't know about it, it's sort of, you know, a lot easier and uh, more di- easier on the legs than the uh, the full four trails. So this one takes snippets of the Wilson uh, the McElhose, the Hong Kong Trail, and uh, Lantau. Okay. Yep. So what makes it interesting is uh, the ferry between Lantau and um, back to Chunmun is a few and far between. And that's the last ferry connection you need to make. So when you're planning your route, you sort of work from your last ferry and work backwards to the start line. This is almost a bit like, um, I guess, Amazing Race sort of style where you can nail the bit that you can focus on but then if you sort of miss the timing you you can lose an hour or two correct yeah yeah so um yeah so that's what i was doing so it took me well a good few hours of tweaking the sort of uh time plan when i'm gonna go so it worked out my best start time was gonna be uh, around midnight around midnight to um to 1 a.m and then that will get me sort of the first train to hong kong island uh do that late morning ferry over to lantau 
and then I would have to get the afternoon ferry back to uh, Chunman. Yeah, so that's the one I did. Uh, first attempt, I just couldn't get any sleep. So the night before, um, yeah, I had to wait very last minute to see which ferry was going. So I was t- tweaking my uh, time timetable plan up until like 9 p.m. the night before, and then I just couldn't sleep at all. So in hindsight, I should have just said, no, not this week, but I went for it. Um, first leg went okay. Uh, didn't really get enough nutrition. And then the second leg where John and Jeff uh, met me, uh, I said, originally, I said, right, get me to the central ferry pier in this time. And it was just too fast for me. And I was just running on empty. So it was the right call. Got got on the ferry, missed the original one. Could have got the slow one. And uh, John, John, uh, John's a bugger. <laughs> he won't let you uh, pack in. So yeah. after well, him yeah, trying to convince try. yeah, but he tried to convince me for an hour and I said, you know what? Not not this week, not this week. So I think it was a smart move. So I still did about 80 kilometers, uh, but legs felt good. So I did it the week after. Uh, and you just know. for our listeners as well, like this is because of the restrictions here, these these you know events are held as virtual. So you know, people have the option to be able to run it whenever they want within, a say, a one-month window. And so that's why I guess Ryan was able to you know do it, you know, have a go, and then maybe plan to do it again at another period. Yeah, yeah. So it's very lucky that you can just just you know pack it in halfway, and you you, you do have a second chance. So you don't have that in a normal race. So uh, I thought I'd utilize that, do it the next week. Uh, had a wonderful sleep, tweaked the timing a little bit, and yeah, I just ran a really nice race. Got to the uh, Star Ferry, so just over the halfway point, with let's say five minutes to spare. So I had, uh, yeah, so I had my lovely girlfriend, Jane, meet me there, and it was carnage. So you think four or five minutes to change everything, it was mayhem. It was like a circus. <laughs> so I had to change the shoes, change the socks, get some nutrition in me. Uh, mm. The alarm went, bell went, running into the ferry, passing things over the barrier. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that was quite intense. And then I had uh, Jono Woodhouse. Um, Lantau's tallest and one of the most famous uh, trail runners there. So he joined me and um, yeah, so so we thought we had um, four hours to do this section, 40k in four hours, uh, still a fair bit of elevation. So we thought, right, that's, we're going to have to keep moving. And then we got told um, through uh, Photo Guava uh, that the, the ferry time had changed. So he goes, relax, relax, it's going to be five now. So we took the foot off the pedal. We went really slow. And then we went into, as you know, Lantau, there's not much signal. So we lost signal. Mm-hmm. And then by the time we got into signal, I had about 10 missed calls, loads of messages saying, the 4 p.m. ferry's back on. There's no 5 p.m. Go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and I was, oh, so I had to go from, again, like That'd the Peak District. <laughs> go from anger channel it into right we need to go now uh, in the matter of minutes and so what, what did you have what, how much did you have to do and how much time i think we had to do tw- uh, 26k in an hour and 55 minutes something like that Ooh. and by this point it was getting quite warm it's getting about 24 25 degrees so uh foot down and ma- made it literally with seconds to spare uh to get uh, that ferry yeah that must have been a good feeling. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that got on that ferry and slept. Um, yep. Yeah. So what else is interesting with this race is uh, micro naps or micro rests, where you sit down, you refuel, and you even if you don't sleep, 
just having 30 minutes where you just lie down, it makes all the difference. So um, when you stand up again, the first few steps, you feel like a granddad. You're like, oh, goodness. But then mm, once you get mm. going, you really uh, feel the benefits from that rest. So, yeah, it was an awesome concept, uh, awesome race. So, yeah, was happy to uh, to get the course record on that one. Nice. And I suspect that course record is probably going to hold for a very oh. long time. <laughs> we'll see we'll see i got lucky with the uh, ferries so yeah could not have timed it better <laughs> and then I, I guess in terms of thinking about you know what your i guess future plans are um, i know you've you've had this um sort of 100k time trial project um i guess for the last year or so is that still sort of part of the plans over the next you know 12 months oh yeah that's a bugger uh i just can't. <laughs> <laughs> i've tried and failed a couple of times now um yeah, I think the, the first year, all the training went right the first year. I had stomach issues, um, much to Jeff Campbell's amusement when he uh, paced me for the second you asked, half. <laughs> I think you asked to get some toilet paper, and that's when we knew the wheels yeah, were falling Yeah, you knew it wasn't going to end uh, happy, so we'll, we'll, we'll stop the uh, specifics there. And then, <laughs> uh, and then this year, it was the day or two before I went back to UK. I knew I wanted a race on the second week home. So I was like, right, I need to do it now, but it was just too warm. So I think it was 26, 27 degrees that day. I started about 4 p.m. And yeah, yeah, it was just too warm. So I, I called it about 50K. It wasn't going to happen. I think, I think in your defense, um, you know, you're, I think, you know, just to fill everyone in, I think you're trying to do 100Ks, you know, sort of road bitumen. I think you're targeting, what, around seven hours would would be the goal, which which is an incredibly fast time. I think, what what is that? It's like a, like three-hour marathons. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something yeah. like three-hour marathons back-to-back to, back to yeah. half-back. Um, and then, you know, Hong Kong's just not a great place to be doing that. You know, ideally you want whatever, 10, 10 12 degrees Celsius, cool, like not humid. And I think every time that you've done it, it's always been, you know, 24 degrees, 80% humidity, and there's not a lot of good places to go. So, I mean, where where, where can you run 100Ks quickly in Hong Kong? Yeah, yeah, good, good. Good point. You don't have many uh, windows. Um, I guess I, I utilized the last sort of good window of cool weather. I, I got my 50K time trial in. So I got that in uh, 3.02. So that felt really wow. decent. So yeah, that was sort of, I thought, right, I can do this 100K. But it's, it's you know, basically it, it's just to keep me busy in winter and, and no uh, races coming up. So I'd, I'll do it one day. I'll do it one day. Yeah, but it's not a need to must. <laughs> and it can wait. Um, it can wait. I guess when you've done it before, it's been just loops of Happy Valley, which I guess can get pretty soul-destroying. Yeah, um, <laughs> it does. So there's a plan of attack. So the first hour, just find the pace, no music, and then I'll have uh, have them all lined up, a couple of podcasts, and then I'll have some uh, maybe a pacer for an hour, and then another podcast or change the music. And then I think the last 20, 25K, you just need one or two people with you, preferably two people because you're not going to be chatting much and then uh, yep. yeah and just keep pushing you so it will happen one day it will happen one day <laughs> yes i guess we'll have to wait until the winter time yeah yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh so we saw uh, a video you did a fair time lapse video of one of your training sessions and uh, steve brammer asked you know how scientific is your approach to training seeing all the core work that you do and do you have a specific plan or something that you stick to? Uh, good question. So, yeah, I, so my own training, I rely on, a lot on um, body weight. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, body weight training. 
And also, um, you know, you want to use your ankle mobility, your knees, you want to be strong. So I do most of my workouts in, in barefoot. Uh, we'll concentrate a lot on core. Um, I'm not really a fan of using heavy weights, so what, especially for the trail runner. So why would you want to, you know, deadlift um, a huge amount of weight or uh, back squat uh, a huge amount mm. of weight when you can ideally just do single leg squats, uh, either body weight or just tins of baked beans, you know? Um, and remember, we never use our glutes at the same time when we're running, okay? We use them singly. So that's how we should train as well. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'll use, I'll, I'll use a block Well, when I get out of hotel quarantine. I normally do between six and eight weeks where I try and get re- really strong for the upcoming season. That's where I will lift heavy weights. But then during season, you know, keep it low-key, keep the weight down. And, um, yeah, so my advice will be use your glutes singly. Uh, yeah, use all your... Uh, quads, use your hamstrings singly, and um, yeah, concentrate on strong ankles, strong knees as well. Gotcha. And I, I guess for everyone's benefit as well, listening in, you know, Ryan's also a, a professional personal trainer. So, you know, he comes at this with a lot of expertise and a lot of knowledge on, on what works. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just focus on uh, what's going to make you faster running and also injury prevention as well, which is key. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. How many trail runners say, Oh, I can't run this week because of X and Y? So, and it doesn't have to take long. So, say if you do three or four uh, 20 minute snippets per week, that's enough. You don't have to go to the gym and spend 60, 70, 80 minutes, which people think that is going to the gym. So, normally when I work out, uh, again, so I'm in hotel quarantine now, I do stretching and yoga in the morning, 15 minutes. I'll do my core workout before lunch, 15 minutes, and then a bigger workout uh, around sunset time, about 6, 6.30. That'll be about 30 minutes. And there's your hour. But it feels like you've done three good wow. quality workouts. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, 15 and, and minutes sessions. isn't much. Go on, John. Mm. Oh, no. I was going to say, yeah, the same thing, actually. But within the 15 minutes, you can actually get all of the, I guess, the strength and the core and and the mobility um, that you need, I guess, to set yourself up for, you know, these, these really long races. And, you know, I know how you like to race, you know, weekend back to back as well, but that, that's, that's enough for you. Yeah. 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 Just short and often, short and often. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one might be uh, ankle mobility, one will be plyometrics. So if you, when I say 15 minutes, you make it a good 15 minutes. Yep. So i.e. phone away, no checking your your WhatsApp <laughs> and um, yeah, just make it really good quality and you don't have to do much. And uh, short and often, that's my motto with uh, gym work. And are there any sort of key exercises within that that you'd sort of recommend to people? Uh, as, as I mentioned, just get your just get your big muscles working uh, singular. Let the, okay. Get them so working independently. And... So yeah, uh, rear foot elevated split squat, I'm a big fan of um single leg squats so I, I try and do a lot of these as well because we're trail runners we're always on uneven surface so a lot of these yeah. i'll i'll do on a uh, pilates mat or if you don't have one of them you can just get your yoga mat fold it in half fold it in half again and put it on there so you're very uneven and then that just helps just to you know get all those ligaments strong in your ankles and knees okay mm. yep gotcha yeah, it's a great tip there. I'll certainly uh, take that on board. Uh, oh, uh, one more. Uh, 
another question regarding nutrition. Yes. Uh, a, a few beers from time to time or very measured? Oh, all right. I'll, I'll let John answer this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely a no comment. <laughs> what happened at the end of our moon, uh, our uh, trail walker training, John? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was. Um, it was quite a good, fun night. <laughs> but I think, from what I've seen with you, you're you're usually yeah. When you're in that zone, you're in that training block. You're pretty pretty disciplined. But then at the same time, I've I've seen some photos on WhatsApp as well, and I think you know how to have a good time too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to reward yourself, Steve. So um, yeah. So mm. for, for example, when we were uh, we had Trail Walker this year again virtually, but um, you know we wanted to to get the win and put down a, a fairly decent time. Uh, we had Massa, uh, who hadn't done it before. Uh, we had me, myself and John who had done the last one, and Jeff who couldn't do the last one. So um, yeah, so we we took it quite seriously. We did you know six to eight weeks of hard work, but then after that we knew it was Christmas time, so we could uh, relax and indulge and enjoy mm. your rewards, so to speak. Yeah. So, so what are your future plans now? I mean, have you got anything on the horizon at all? I know the summer's here, but have you got anything virtual? Or uh, I see Translantau has just come up for registration. Uh, are you up for that? Yeah, I, I, I think my season's done now, I guess. Um, I've got mm. some races in the UK. It's warming up now. So I've, I think I might take this time to take a bit of a time out. Um, get strong in the gym. I might do some paddling, just some cross training, uh, just for enjoyment. And then, yeah, I'll probably start my preseason. Let's say j- late July, and then that, and then I'll be ready for the. Uh, well, fingers crossed, we'll have a season in uh, two thousand twenty-two. Mm, yes, later this year. And Ryan, just um, I guess we should probably just ask everyone on on this podcast, but yep. yeah, marathon PB for me. Yeah, what is your marathon uh, I can't remember now. Uh, <laughs> two, <laughs> two thirty-eight, is it? Two thirty-six, two thirty-eight, two thirty-eight. Yes, we round, round down in the UK, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's two thirty-eight, and that was during the seven missions where we had to run, uh, basically run fast for seven days straight. So I think it's day one, five k. Day two, ten k. Day three, run for an hour. Another five k, ten k. Saturday was half marathon, and then Sunday you back it up with a full marathon. So yeah, wow. was so you had basically you had twenty four hours rest basically after a very hard effort before you did your marathon PB. I was smart, John. So I ran Saturday morning, and then I did Sunday uh, evening. So I'd, 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 okay. add another eight hours onto that. <laughs> oh, wow. But yeah, 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 back to back. So uh, yeah, pretty happy with that. So I think road running is something I'll uh, you know I'd like to do a serious marathon at some point and see how I get on. Well, wow, I love it that you do a 238 and it's not even your serious marathon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So during the uh, hot summer months now, uh, you as a personal trainer, what would you advise people to do uh, during this time to basically keep fit, keep on the trails? You know, what sort of distances, what sort of elevations do you suggest people should stick to during this time of year? Uh, first and foremost, keep, keep moving. You know, keep your mileage up. If you're going to have a, uh, say, for example, I'm going to have a bit of an off-season now, I'll still make mm. sure I get, you know, 50, 60K in a bank each week. So don't switch off completely. Just, just you know, keep a, a base there. Um, stay safe. Stay safe. So bring your yeah. your your speed right down. 
had plenty of uh, breaks. You know, if, if it's red hot summer, make sure you're shaded. Try and get some waterfalls. Uh, you know, cool yourself off. And yeah, don't put too much pressure on yourself because, you know, heat's a serious thing, especially in Hong Kong. And you see each year there's accidents and people overheating. So uh, make sure that's not you. And uh, yeah, get strong in the gym. Just get in there, just set yourself up so you're feeling really good for when uh, preseason starts in sort of late July, early August. Mm. Yes. Well, hopefully we do have a season. Hopefully things will open up and uh, oh, it's got to be surely, surely this year. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I've signed up for Translanta, so I've got that. Although I'll just be using it more of a training thing. Uh, I've got some very uh, quick fire questions here for you. Uh, yeah. Just uh, uh, just a quick one that a few people have suggested. So, hundred k or fifty k? Fifty k. Liverpool oh, or Everton? No, no, 100K, 100K. <laughs> 75, 75. Uh, Liverpool or Everton? Uh, Liverpool, next. <laughs> Camille Heron or Jasmine Paris? Haven't heard of any of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> sorry, sorry, who is that, sorry? Who? Camille Heron or Jasmine Paris? Let's go Jasmine. <laughs> okay, good one. She just done the fun run at the Barclay yes. Marathon. Yes, yeah, 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 yes. yes. First. I think the Dutch guy ended up talking to a bin, asking a bin for directions or something. <laughs> that sounds about right for Barclays, yeah. 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 Uh, gel or tailwind? Tailwind. Uh, uh, gel, okay. gel. Let's go, let's go spring gels, yeah. They're a bit tasty. Okay. Uh, Campbell or Ellis? For a drink, a hug? What are we talking about? <laughs> Just one, one word answer. <laughs> One word answer. Oh, seeming he's here, I'll have to go, Alice. He's looking at me with puppy eyes. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. So, uh, John, you got any more questions? No, I think I'm probably all questioned out here. Um, I guess uh, one one final question from me. Um, you know, what's it like being the T8 mask pinup boy? Because I see all these posts on Hong Kong mums with a picture of you and asking where they can get one. Well, you know, as my what, mom always says, what the shirt on the model. <laughs> <laughs> well as my mum always says if, if, a, if you work hard in a model school you'll one day be a uh, face mask model so uh, there we go mum you can be proud of me now <laughs> very nice yeah. okay so wrapping things up then uh, well I don't know what much else to say uh, I mean we're both short on time here so i just like to say Ryan it's been a pleasure talking to you uh, hopefully we get a chat again soon and actually hopefully meet up for uh, for some runs. Hopefully, fingers crossed if they happen. Yep. Good to speak to you, Steve. John? Yep. Likewise. It's been fun today, Ryan. So thank you very much. Okay. And uh, yep, yeah, that's a wrap. So it's goodbye from me and goodbye from John and Ryan. Bye.